Okay. All right. So we are on Dafnun Hey, top of the page. The Mishnah Hanoder Min Hadogon. Okay. Now Dogon um, is the word that we usually refer to. Like I guess in English you'd say grain, but um, it, it, you know, okay. So what's included in grain? Okay. So also from Polamitzri, this Egyptian bean, Yavesh, the dried bean, is also like a grain. It works like a grain. You can. Grind it up, make it into a flour, make it into a bread, products. That's your mayor's opinion. Dagon is very specific to the five species, as we know, wheat, barley, spelt, oats, and rye. That's it. Okay? Rameir, gluten. Okay, whatever. Has to have gluten? I don't know. Oats don't have gluten. Oats don't have gluten. Everything else does? Has less or whatever. Okay, Rameir says, Rameir Omer, Hanoder Menatvua, somebody who makes a vow from uh, Tvua. That's where he says, oh, Tvua, that's a different thing. Tvua, we also use the word grain to describe Tvua. But anyway, that's why it's, uh, you know. Uh, that's more specific, and that means the five species. Hanoder Menatvua, broader term, that's also Bechol. That's all of them is asr. Omotu prepares the ilan of yarak, but what it excludes is uh, vegetables, um, fruit. That's what's excluded. Uh, the idea being a, a, a dog on it comes like the, the, the way they're gathered. That's kind of what it is. If you put it in a silo, that's, uh, that's something that you, you would call dog on. So bean, dried beans you'd put into a silo it's the same as you would wheat or barley or oats or all of those things. They can... Uh, they can, as long as you keep it nice and dry, it's, it can stay for a while, and that's what that's what it's talking about. And anyway. Rice also, right, maybe maybe you put rice in the same category exactly. Anyway, so that's the story. Um, says the Gemara Lemeimer, the Dagan called him Midgan Mashma. That's what the Gemara is asking. It's like it sounds like Rabbi uh, Rabbi Meir holds that it's anything that that is, is stored that way. Okay. Um, problem is, Master Rav Yosef is a pasuk in Divrei Ayamim. Ochefrotz hadavar harbo bnei Yisrael reishes dagon tirosh v'yitzar v'chol tvuasad elarov. Okay, so uh, basically, it sounds like that they bnei Yisrael increased, and they they there was they brought their maestros of tirosh yitzar and all the tvuasad elarov. Now, if you're telling me the Amrit Dagon called the Midgan Mashma, Michael Frotzen Dover Hirbu, the question is, what is this uh, Pasuk saying? Um, okay, because if everything that's Midgan is included in Dagon, because you're, you're mentioning Dagon, so then what is the Chotfos Hasada being Marbe? We already covered that. Dagon, again, if Dagon is that broad, the way Rabbi, Rabbi Meir understands it, then what the added line of Chot that's repetitive. So, um, so the Amr Abaye, La Suya Paris, Elon Vierek. The Tvua Sadeh is not just Tvua, it's Tvua Sadeh. That's stuff that grows in the fields. And that encompasses also fruit from the tree, vegetables, all things. And that's what they were doing. It's an interesting side point what the Pasuk's talking about. It was a Pasuk in Dirayamim uh, that uh, the time of Chizkiah. Um, people were a little lackadaisical in separating tithes, giving it to the coin, etc. 
So he made a takana, instead of taking it yourself, you got to bring it to the base of Mikdash. Somehow, when you bring it to a central location, it made a bigger uh, impression on people, and that's what it's saying. Everyone brought it to it, like, whatever. It did, it did the trick of making it, instead of, like, uh, people kind of, you know, uh, bringing it. It made a bigger deal of it. You know, like, if you're giving it to the coin next door, it's like, eh, whatever. It's not a big deal. Whatever. But it's like, you know what I'm saying. Well, when you bring it to the base of Mikdash, it sort of gives it a little more kashiva. Also, everyone's carrying uh, gifts and you're empty-handed. You're right, it looks ashamed. bad. Right, so you, you're, you're shamed it. This is like a privacy of your home. You know, you sort of, right, exactly. He, he crowded, he made it into a crowd thing that you do, and it changed the, the nature of, of, of their generosity in, in giving the tithes. That's exactly, it was a brilliant idea. Anyway, bottom line, that was what the Pasuk was talking about, and it worked. Brings us to the next thing. Okay, so Tvua, he says, is only the five, five grains. Not everybody agrees. Tanya nami achim, Bryce says so as well. Shabim binodim renatvosh, einasar ela mehemine. Probably it's his pshita, that's quite obvious. I mean, nobody seems to argue on, on that statement. Why isn't it obvious that Tvua means the five species? So, Mautetema, you might have thought, Tvua kalmili mashma. Maybe Tvua is basically things that grow. Okay, and it's broader. It doesn't automatically connote anything, but it means grains. Okay, the five species. Rav Yosef, so Rav Yosef is bothered by that. The Pasuk we quoted before, and it says, and um, so isn't and we said that means Paris, Elon, Paris, Ayarek, so what's the deal? So it's a stira, so I'm Rav, no, there's two things, if you say that means the grains, if you say that means stuff that grows in the fields, anything that grows in the fields. Okay, so we have here an interesting story. By Bar Shmuel, the son of Bar Shmuel, Pakid, he was on his deathbed and he, uh, and he, dec- and he told the Litanun Tlaser Alfizuzi, the Rabbah, that uh, 13,000 Zuz should be given to Rabbah, min alalta tenahar panya, from his alalta. Now, the word alalta is the word to describe broadening things, okay? Things that are, in, you know, Going on the up, you know, any increase that he makes, the profits, okay, really, is what he's saying. Um, so, Shalcha Rava, Lekami Derv Yosef, so Rava asked Rav Yosef the Shaila, Alalta Hechim what's included in the word Alalta? So, I'm Rav Yosef, Masisani, it's a Mishnah, Vishavim Benodamina Tua, Shaina Sral Mechamish Taminin. And the Targum of Tua. Is alalta. That's the targum. So it's the same thing. It's tua, which is five minim, and it's not talking about anything but the five minim. Amle abaye is abaye es to Rav Yosef mitam, and that's not the same thing. Tua lo mashmael mechamish taminim. Tua, you're right, is very limited in its understanding that it means only the five species. But alalta kol milim It's things that are profits. It's the you know, it's a uh, it's increases. So Hadrula came to Rava. So they came back to Rava. Amar halo You didn't get my question. I know that Alalta is including all grains and all produce and everything like that. I get that. That's you know whatever the land produces, that's Alalta. I get that. The My shaila was a different shaila. This is like uh, somebody who works in real estate would, would appreciate this question. Schar He has houses. And he rents out the houses. 
okay? Beschar Svinos, and he rents out his ships, okay? He's a rich man, apparently, Bar Mashmur. My, what's the halacha with those? Me and me, do you say, given the pachton, they, um, they, there's a, you know, as you know, any house, as it, as it ages, it goes down in value. So maybe, yes, it makes profit, it brings in some profit, but there's a depreciation that's, that's, that's countering it. Lavalalta, you can't really say that it's profit, okay? Odom, on the other hand, you don't really feel the, the loss of the depreciation. Alalti uh, is considered profit, you understand? And it's a paper loss. You follow it? So depreciation is really a paper loss. It's not really something that you actually feel. You only, you know, you only realize it when you have to put in you know, a new roof, okay? But it's not really a true loss on a yearly basis, you understand? So that's the story. That's his kasha. So do we count this? Therefore, can you call this alalta or not? He was asking back to Shiloh. So Rav Yosef said, the rabbi said it over to Rav Yosef. Amar, and he was kind of upset Rav Yosef. If he didn't need us, he knew everything that we were telling him. So then why did he ask us this question in the first place? And Nick bin Rav Yosef. And Rav Yosef um, was a bit upset at uh, Rava for, uh, you know, like, I don't know, uh, you know, whatever. He, he came across as like a, as a Balgaiva a little bit in Rav Yosef's mind. Okay. So what happened? Uh, so Rava heard that Rav Yosef is not too happy with him. So he wants to make amends. So he comes on Erev Yom Kippur and he sees the servant of Rav Yosef who serving him and you know the wine you the, you you mixed it you added water whatever so he mixed him uh, he mixed the wine he was mixing the wine so I'm I'm let me be the one who mixed the wine and bring it in I know you have I know you have the Amzigle I know so you have the 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 shamus of of Rav Yosef allowed him to do it Rav was the one who mixed the mixed the drinks okay. Because uh, Shasi once uh, Rav Yosef drank, Amar Hadein Mizgal Dami LeMizgal the Rav Abrei the Rav Yosef Bernachama. This tastes like the. Do we right away recognize that this is the way Rav always did it? Rav was a former, you know, a Talmud who grew up and became a big Talmud I recognize the mixing. Amar Lei, who knew? That's who it is. That's who did the making. You're absolutely right. Is he bartender too? He was, uh, every he rabbi needs together. to be a good bartender. That's how it goes. You need to know how to mix your drink. <coughs> so then Rav Yosef called him in and he was talking to him. This is his Musashmus. I want you to explain these psukim over here. What is the explanation? What's going on over here? This is part of the Shiras, uh, the Shiras Habe'er that happened in Parshas Chukas and talks about, and it's like it's like from Midbar to Matana, from Matana to Nakhleel. Why is it listing these places? What's going on over here? Travelogue. Right, travelogue. What's exactly going on? But what's those? What's the song about? Samrlei. You're absolutely, here's the pshat. When a person makes himself lowly like a desert, 
which means that he's willing to teach everybody and anybody, and he's not, you know, oh, only the rich I'm willing to teach, anybody else, not, not my problem. So Torah, and he gets a gift of the Torah as a gift. Once he gets it as a gift, the Torah, he becomes a big scholar. So Nachlokel, which means his inheritance is God. Once he has the knowledge and everything, he's recognized as a great person. So he automatically is elevated to a person of stature, position of stature. Um, he's elevated to a person to a position of authority. But if at that time he feels haughty now that he's got his position of power, then God will say, Oh, really? You think it's such hot stuff? I'm going to put you down. From the high point to the low point, the valley. Not only that, he gets sunk underground. However, but if he repents, if he learns his lesson not to be so haughty, so then God will restore him to his position. From somebody in the low points, God uplifts him. In other words, that was really what he was wanted Rava to make, you know, take note of and recognize the, the importance of maintaining humility. Okay. Which brings us to the next thing. Tanya learned in a bright side note in a Dagon. Dagon, the Bryce says, Asarab before Mitzri Yavesh, the dried uh, Egyptian beans. Or Motorbelach, but fresh beans is permitted because that's like, a, it's, a different, it's eaten differently. It's eaten, you know, raw, okay? It's like green peas, you know, whatever. It's different. It's eaten differently. Or Beores, you can have rice, okay? Dagon, you asked about rice. Rice is okay. Bechilka, Betargus, Vitisni. Chilka, Targus, and Disney are three ways of eating wheat. It's what we would call cracked wheat. What they do is, chilka is where what every, it's like the coarse grind. Targus is medium. That's uh, one kernel into, so chilka is one kernel divided into two. Targus is one kernel divided into three. And Disney is the fine grind. This one kernel divided into four. Okay. And uh, okay, uh, those are all not included in Dagon. And other men pairs are Shana. Even though it's the right species, but it's that's not what it meant. Okay, it really meant when you're going to eat it, in, you know, in a bread form. I think. Hanoder minaperes hashana, the fruit of the year. Also, that includes all fruit. But uh, you can have meat. Okay, you can have goats and sheep. egg, milk and eggs. Over goslos, you know, young young birds. Okay, But if he says things that grow in the year, alai are forbidden to me. all of those will be forbidden. What's he gonna eat that year? Yeah, asking an excellent question. Uh, not much. Okay. Frozen vegetables. Whatever. Right. Exactly. No. Right. If it's all old stuff, only right. Anything that grows this year is a, is, a, is is no good, including animals. Hanodim in Paris Haaretz. Somebody who says Paris Haaretz are vowed from Paris Haaretz. Also, Bechol Paris Haaretz includes all Paris Haaretz. Omotabik Mahem Bepitrias. But mushrooms is legal. It's fine. Okay. 
mushrooms, truffles, those are things that aren't considered peyasarets. But if you say things that are gidule karka, that would extend even to mushrooms. Frank the Gemara, I don't understand. We know in bracha is, things that don't grow from the land. The bracha shakal. Vitanya, what is included? Alamelach, falazamis. Melach is salt. Alazamis is salt water. It's like a may melach. Valkameva, pitrios, and mushrooms and truffles. Because it's not Gidula Minaret. So, uh, what's the deal? Here you're calling it Gidula Minaret, Gidula Karka. So, what's the answer? So, the answer is you're, you're right. You're both right. How does it work? It increases from the land. That's how it works. It increases from the land. But, Menach, it's drawing its sustenance, Meavira, not from the gland. So in other words, it's not, it, 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 it increases, it promulgates on the land. So in that sense, it's called Gedule Karka. But where it draws its unique, where it draws its nutrients, is not from the land itself. Okay. Um, so therefore, Me'aviriyanki, it's from in the air, but not from the, below Me'ara, not from the ground. Avaktani al-Darvashayin Gedule Minaretz. Doesn't it say, in Gedule Minaretz? No, it's not gidulo, but yonik. It's that's what we meant. Things that don't draw from the ground, you can't call it priharitz, and therefore you can't say bari priadama, because that means that it's drawing sustenance from the earth, which he doesn't, which mushrooms do not do. All right, brings us to the next thing. I know the minute, so somebody says about not uh, from ksos, from clo- from co- clothing, whatever, motor bisak. He can wear sackcloth, ovaria, which is like a you know a sheet. It's like a, whatever, like a leather, ovachamila, different types of uh, covering that are not typically worn. Okay? Curtains and, and what? Uh, curtains and blankets. Blankets. That's all. Uria is like a blanket, a sheet, whatever, a bed sheet. Okay, something like that. Like Gandhi. What? Like Gandhi. Andy? Andy. Oh, Ga- Gandhi. 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 Right. Gandhi. Oh, that's right. That's okay. Yeah, you can wear a bed. Okay. 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 A pishtan olalai, if he says, or pishtan olalai, but to discuss his panitim pishtan, he can cover himself with anitim pishtan. He means garments made out of that. He means linen. Rabbi Yudomer Hakolfi Adnodar, everything depends on the circumstance of the nether, when he's making the nether. If he's carrying the load of, uh, of, of flax, vizia, and he starts schwitzing because it's heavy, and it smells bad. I don't know, flax. Can can have a putrid smell, so Amar Konim Tzemer Upishtem Olalai could be with the wool also. But when you get then then obviously what he means is Mutu Eskaso. So he could wear the clothes. He's not talking about the clothing altogether. He's talking about caring. So it's all in the context of what caused him to make the vow in the first place. That's what you have to look at. So talking about the Rebbeis Adonim and Aksus Mutu Misak of Yiriyah Vchamila, like we said. Okay, so 
These are all your standard garments that you wear. So, Ampelia are socks. Plenya is, uh, I don't know, different, different, um, I don't know, the, all the different, all the different typical garments, shirt, pants. Plenya uh, is a belt. Kov is your hat. That's what you mean. All those things are part of the include. I escorty. What is escorty? Kituna um, That's the, um, the the. It's a leather. It's like a leather apron that they use to, you know, when you're doing work, um, something like that. That you know, it keeps you from getting dirty. Um, ava. You're allowed to go out with a thick sackcloth. Uvisogus ava, which is also a type of sackcloth that's very thick, even thick, you know, thicker than sheets. Um, you can use those things to protect you from the rain. This is talking in Hilchos Shabbos. So in other words, let's say it's pouring rain outside, and you know you don't have you don't have a raincoat. And so what can you go out in that won't be? And we don't have a we don't have a nerev over here. So what's the deal? So you you can wrap yourself in things that and that'll be considered. Not caring, but if it has to be like a material that you know wraps over you and protects you, and that's fine, uh, that's okay, and that isn't considered caring. So even though these are not your typical things, like going out with a piece of tarp around you, nobody really wears tarp as clothing. But if you're wrapping it around you like clothes to protect you from the rain, that's perfectly okay, and that's called that's not called caring. However, but if you take a box out, <laughs> you know, or a mat. Or you know an umbrella that's not that's not clothing okay um, that so that you're not allowed to take out that's not allowed the shepherds typically would go out with uh, sackcloth it's not uh, only Rome that are allowed anybody they were that was common for them to use sacks you know because whatever they were out there only all day. Uh, and it could suddenly come down as a downpour, and that's what they would use as you know, protect them from the rain. That's the story of that. Okay, review the Omar Kolofia another. Review the says it goes by the vower in the, in the circumstances of when he was vowing, what he meant. Okay, so Tanya Mulan Tanabraisa, Kate said, I'm reviewed. What is the explanation of review the Kolofia another? So he explains both ways. How you love Samar? He's wearing wool. The heads are, and it's too tight on him, or whatever it is. Not a comfortable suit. The Amar Konim Tzemer or the Kim breathe, doesn't breathe. Whatever it is, the complaints that they have with wool. Okay, Konim Tzemer Ola Lai. So obviously, Aser Lil Moshe Muterlet, and he obviously means clothing. Okay, Haya Ton Bishtan if he's wearing um, flax, Bezia, and it starts schwitzing in it. Amar Konim Bishtan Ola Lai. So, um, so then obviously, Muter, that's talking about carrying uh, flax. It's not talking about. The sweating of carrying flax was the, clearly only going on carrying. And therefore, Motolobos, you could still wear linen that's made from flax, Vasilitho, but he wouldn't be allowed to carry. So it's all in the context. That's how Review the looks at it. All right, and that's the story. Okay, have a beautiful day.